Welcome to the Greenville Smart Podcast. I'm your host, Elaine McNamara, the Director of Operations here at the Smart Center in Greenville and the Executive Director of the Greenville Chamber of Commerce. I'd like to thank our sponsors, as always, Greenville University, the Greenville Chamber of Commerce, and our newest sponsor, Bradford National Bank. Bradford National Bank with locations in Greenville, Highland, and Marine. Find them online, bradfordbank.com. I have a special guest today. All my guests are special, but another special guest today in particular, Patrick Miller. Patrick Miller, um, well, you have a couple of, well, a few roles here in Greenville. Um, can you tell us what you do? What is your- sure. I, I primarily serve as the community liaison for Bond County Core Community, uh, which is an anti-poverty program here in the county. And I also uh, had the opportunity to serve at Kaskaskia College as a trio academic advisor. Uh, and then I'm also on staff at the Greenville Free Methodist Church. So you're very busy. Yeah, it's, it's, it can be a challenge to keep it all balanced, <laughs> keep it all fitting together, but it's, it's been good. Yeah, I have to remind myself of Patrick when I start uh, real, thinking that I'm too busy because I think you're very busy. Um, I, I always like to ask folks this, and I mentioned uh, before we went on, Mike, um, what brought you to Greenville? Yeah, I, I have a lot of history family-wise in Greenville. I grew up in Hillsborough and Shelbyville, and uh, I've been coming to Greenville my whole life because I've, uh, my grandparents grew up here, um, and then I came to college here uh, in, in the mid-90s, and uh, ended up working at Greenville uh, College and then Greenville University later, um, and yeah, just have been uh, have, have been able to uh, yeah r- raise uh, three kids here. My wife teaches at the high school, and so yeah, that's been kind of our drawback. We uh, yeah we've been here since college, and uh, with a with a brief stint up to Michigan uh, oh. to work for a different college, but uh, now it's been good. But back here, yeah. yeah, and now you are involved in something called Core Community. Bond County. Can you tell everyone exactly what that is? Yeah, so uh, Bond County Core Community, we are a, um, a program committed to uh, helping to end poverty in Bond County. Uh, we're an outreach of uh, Youth Corps Ministries in Kansas. Uh, in Kansas, Youth Corps operates 11 projects uh, in 11 counties where they um, uh, where we are the uh, first site uh, outside of Kansas. What it, we consist of is a 20-week class uh, where we invite people who are living in poverty to come and share their experience of living in poverty in Bond County, uh, learn uh, about uh, cultures of poverty, cu- culture of middle class, the cu- culture of upper class, and just gain tools and resources for overcoming uh, 11 aspects of poverty. Um, and then after the 20-week class, there's about a six-month to 18-month uh, experience of just peer support uh, from people we call core friends, who are people who live middle class and upper class lives that essentially are friends to our uh, uh, our, our core participants who are uh, work doing the hard work of moving out of poverty. And uh, yeah, so it's a it's about a two to five year process. Our goal is that um, every family will reach uh, an economic level of two hundred percent of the poverty level, um, but also to find stability uh, in in their uh, emotional lives, their spiritual lives, their family lives, um, and, and the other aspects of uh, social stability. Right. So it's not just about financial planning. It's not just about um, how to get a job. It's, 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 it's a, basically a whole life evaluation and, and guidance. It is. It is. And that's, and that's the, the, the piece that I think is attractive um, to uh, the participants, but also those who care about them and, and usually invite them to the program um, because we're looking beyond just the finances. You know, it's not just budgeting and finding a better job. It's, it, it, it's embracing um, a lot of aspects of stability and just looking for resources that are um, different in each of the 
uh, areas of, of economic class and, and not necessarily, um, I, I would say it's a, it's a, we're, we're, we're looking to help them um, see the strengths and values that they have right now as they're living in poverty, and then to take those as they look to uh, adopt some other skills and resources uh, in the middle class uh, in the future. Well, how did all this get started here in Bond County? Yeah, this came to Bond County uh, partially because uh, Pastor Deb Somerville uh, had uh, worked at a church in Kansas, had seen the program, um, and had become involved with the program there. And then when she came to the Free Methodist Church here, um, she uh, worked with Carl Brannon, who uh, was working at the church. And, and Carl worked a lot, has worked worked for about 13, 14 years with benevolence in the county, uh, with, with, with the different aid programs that the church offers. Um, and really, they found some real uh, excitement about this program because this is a very generous community. There's a lot of nonprofits that are supported here. There's a lot of support of people who are struggling financially. But there's also a lot of fatigue that comes with that and how to do that well. How do you help someone um, not just pay their rent this month but uh, overcome obstacles to be able to pay their rent uh, you know, on their own in the future? And so this program was, was really attractive to people because it, it, it's doing real work and, and it's – by the numbers, very effective in Kansas. Yeah, and I think I, I was just thinking about—I I don't know this. I'm kind of <laughs> getting off the track here a little bit, but uh, every once in a while, you'll watch like a show on TV, sort of like a, you know, um, a renovation show, in in a sense. And they might come in, they might spend a day and a half trying to help someone save their business or whatever. And I, in my mind, always leave that show thinking, well, you were only with them for 36 hours or whatever okay, you redid their restaurant or whatever, how much can someone learn in one day? If, if, they, if they were failing in business, I don't know that this 36 hours is going to save them. But you, with this group, what I love, it's not just a weekend seminar. It's over the, you said it's 20, 20 weeks, is it? 20 weeks, yeah. The, the initial class is 20 weeks. And, and it's, then the and then, follow-up. Yeah, the follow-up could go up to um, three years. Um, of, of total follow-up. And again, that, that starts to adapt. The class is very structured, has very specific curriculum that we move through, but the, the, the second six months uh, starts to adapt content specifically to the, um, to the people in the class. And so if a class uh, is made up of people who uh, really should pursue some educational opportunities, that will be what our speakers come in and talk about and engage. It may be an issue of, uh, it might be emotional health or family dynamics or um, it may be uh, just budgeting. We, we, we've had, um, talking to other classes, you know, they, they've done a pretty intensive budget unit, you know, to kind of, well, let, let's figure out where the money's going, what, what's that look like. Um, but at the same time, there are classes that may not touch on that for another, you know, six months uh, beyond the, the, the second phase. And in the second phase, you're bringing in uh, these, the, the, these middle-class friends who are essentially that. They're, they're, they're present, they're building relationship, and they're kind of helping um, helping our, our, our participants um, apply what they've learned and just live life with them. Yeah. So is this the class you're, you're involved in now? What week are you in? We are at week 16. We have, uh, we're, we're coming up quickly on our graduation, uh, which is October 26th. 
Is this the first class they've had? This is our first class. Yeah, we will have. We were able, we had planned to begin in April. Uh, COVID got in the way of that, and so we started in June. Uh, and we've had uh, four families that have come through the entire curriculum, and we're looking forward to uh, seeing them walk across the stage, get a certificate, and uh, um, really celebrate with their families and with other stakeholders in their lives that you know they picked up some knowledge, they're they're, they're gaining some skills, and and more importantly, they've gained a small community of people who have. Um, who will continue to work with them and go and, and live with them. So, What kind of things have you learned from some of these participants? Uh, this is the, one of the things I love about the program is that uh, it's a very level playing field. We don't come in with, you know, the, the people who are teaching, Ginger Coakley is our facilitator who teaches the class, Patrice White um, is our coach who, who sits with the class and kind of helps um, recruit members to the class and is, is an active participant in their lives. What I love about bringing us together is we ask our, our, our participants who are living in poverty to tell us about the experience of Bond County. What's it like to live in Bond County? And it's a different experience than I have. Um, I've, I've lived most of my life in a middle class you know, perspective. And so you start to learn about homelessness in Greenville. You start to learn about um, the way the structures with housing and with um, food support and the, the benevolence programs, the various uh, financial aid programs in town that help families, how they work really well, but also the gaps and, and their frustrations, perhaps. I you know that um, uh, you invited uh, myself and a few others to visit. It was last week, I believe, and that's exactly it. I I learned just from being with the that class, the gaps in particular. That was um, it was interesting and it and it was um, frustrating at the same time. Where I found. Um, a lot of the, the students had mentioned um, going from complete poverty, basically, and then getting a job and feeling like they're getting ahead. But they're in that middle ground where they're starting to make too much to get any assistance, but they're not making enough to get by without any assistance. Absolutely. And that's one thing that we, we definitely see is that the, you know, the vast majority of people who are living in poverty in Bond County are working really hard. Um, they just are not getting traction to move move out of their situation, and, and they may be one situation, one incident away from uh, yeah, having to do a financial reset and 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 really having to start back from square one again. And and yeah, you do see that. Um, you, you do see the uh, frustration. Yeah, just that. Yeah, just that frustration of of, of how do how how do you how do you move forward and get to a place that you can. Uh, um, yeah, feel stable. Yeah, yeah, because I think um, uh, some of the frustration they expressed is, you know, I'm, I'm getting ahead. I'm so proud. I'm getting ahead, and then there's they just there's that little gap that we mentioned, and in some cases they're seeing that it encourages people to why do I even try to get ahead, you know, kind of thing and fall backward. But um, but I think this class is a good motivator and a good uh, a good start to to encouraging people just to keep going. You can you can get there. Yeah, it really does, and I and I think that's where you know getting having people see that you know because there are there are places where with with, with assisted housing or with um, you know some government assistance programs as you start to gain income, you know those start to fall away, and so it, it becomes a, a little bit of a, a moment of faith that hey can I can I really make enough to offset you know the the impact this will have on my housing cost or you know can I uh, you know can, can I take the hit you know in link or some other you know, assistance program. Um, and hopefully this gives like a support community and also uh, confidence and skills to say, okay, yeah, I can, I can make this work. 
Yeah, I think so. What kind of feedback are you getting from the the students in the class? Are you seeing, are you seeing like the, the an, an evolution? Are you seeing? We do, and it's been fun because as we as we get towards the end of the class, we uh, at the graduation, we'll ask uh, some of them to speak, and it's been fun to hear not only the, the stories they've shared as, as we're asking them questions in the curriculum, but as they start to talk about, okay, this is what seems to be changing in my life. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm better understanding what it takes to, you know, make a decision, um, you know, when it comes to, okay, I've, I've, I've received, you know, I've, I have some money, you know, because of, I worked overtime this week. What can I put that into financially that is going to help move me forward and alleviate stress and concern in the future? Um, we also see, you know, looking to resources, um, not just relationally, but but structurally to say, okay, how can I achieve something that sticks with me? And so, you know, it could be looking at an educational program. It could be completing a GED that might have initially felt like, well, it's just a piece of paper. It's not going to open up a door that I can't already open. But then to say, no, I've completed a GED. I see how that could open an uh, open a perhaps lead to an, an associate's degree opportunity. And then 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 start to see a momentum building. And I think momentum may be the thing that we see the most is. Um, both uh, among the members of the class, but also as they have started to talk to the, uh, you know, our, our, our staff, you know, we start to see that, they're, that they're, there's hope and there's confidence. And one thing we'll do in the next couple of weeks uh, is set out some goals for what's happening after this class. We've done this class, now what, what are the goals? And what are the dreams beyond that? And, and to, to have talked about dreams with some of these uh, participants early on in the first couple of weeks would have really felt challenging because so much of uh, the challenge of living in poverty is, is the day-to-day survival mindset that, that, take, you know, that floats in. And, and, and to look beyond you know, a few months uh, can be a real challenge. And so that's been an eye-opening to me to kind of see, oh, when I'm working with someone who's struggling with poverty, this is what they're dealing with inside. But then to see the, the, the flip side of that of, okay, we're starting to see some hope and, and starting to see some, uh, some, some belief that the, the, the skills and talents and, and, and abilities they already have, they see how those can move forward and, and, and impact things. Yeah, I I spoke to um, a couple of the members in the class, and um, you know what what we saw too, and 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 you see this maybe in people you've met, and you're you know everyone has probably met people like this, and maybe that's you out there. Uh, the hope is is very important because so many of these um, folks started off life without hope, and didn't have that encouragement in their lives, and in some ways, sometimes you have parents or. Um, you know, people that you have parental figures and some of these folks were, were not dealt the best, um, uh, you know, models when it comes to that people that told them that they're never going to be anything and, and told them not to have any hope. So you've got this program that's giving them hope. And hopefully this class can spread that message to others to come to the class. Yes. I, I think one of our, our biggest, you know, ways to recruit people to the class is people who've gone through it and have, you know, had a, had an impactful experience. Uh, you, you know, listeners may, may see our posters in the community. They may see some signs and brochures that we put out, but primarily the way students come to our class is through referrals and through relationships. Sure. And so uh, we try to be a very relational program. Um, and, and that's our hope is that as, as, as more and more people go through the class, uh, the, the, the people that they know in their families and their circles of influence uh, will see an impact and, and, and seek us out. So. Yeah, I think so. Now, so the, when does the next class start? Next class will start November 30th. We, uh, it starts with two orientations. And so on, on the 30th and then uh, the next two weeks uh, in December, uh, we will do orientation sessions. 
And so someone could join as late as, I think it's December 14th, but our hope is the orientation sessions are really compelling for showing just an overview of the class. We invite someone who has gone through the program to share their story, um, and, and hopefully it helps, uh, yeah, just kind of give a broader sense of this is not just, it's not just a class, it's an experience, it's a, it's a community that forms. Um, and we invite people to, you know, bring someone they know to class. And so, you know, if someone sees a poster and wants to come, great. Bring a friend, bring a family member, you know, uh, feel free to come. If, if you know someone that should take the class, well, you ought to come too uh, you, you, and, and come see the first couple of weeks of, of what we do. And that'll help you know kind of what the person you care about is, in, is going through. And how many students can you take? We could take up to 20. Our, okay. target, is, our target is 16 uh, uh, this time around, but uh, just trying to pay attention to COVID and oh, space sure. restrictions and those things. But uh, across the program nationwide, we, you know, we have up to 20 people uh, that will go through the class each year. And so we're, our goal is 16. And you know, we have seven or eight people who have expressed interest, and we're, we'll be ramping up our outreach uh, over the next month to recruit people. And how has um, the fundraising been going? It seemed like pretty well. The the fundraising has gone very very well. As I, as I said earlier, you know this is a generous community, and I, I really appreciate the work that Carl Brandon did. And there was a, a committee led by uh, Tom Morgan uh, and others uh, who uh, helped set up the fundraising for the first two years. Um, uh, we we certainly have a reputation among the other core community sites that. Uh, we did some things really, really well, and so I really want to laud those that came ahead of me. It was nice to come in in May, take over for Carl, and, and know that we were funded for the first year and are nearly funded through the second year. We're within, well, we're within less than ten thousand dollars of our goal of one hundred fifty thousand for the first two years, and so that's a really great thing. That's my that's part of my focused work for the rest of this calendar year is to reach out to some people and uh, get the thermometer on the square that, topped off that yeah. I know everybody sees. That's what I was thinking of because I, I noticed that, you know, I uh, at least once a week walk past that and uh, noticed, I'm like, wow, that is really doing well. So that's always great to see. Do you have um, anything you'd like to put out to the community, a call to action? Do you have, uh, are you looking for other um, people to work with the group or are you looking for speakers or anything mentors? Yes, absolutely. If I would say our primary need right now is we're looking for uh, a few individuals to serve as core friends to our current class as they transition uh, between October and November into the second phase of the class. We'll be looking for uh, you know, seven or eight uh, people who are, li- who are, you know, are living in, in a middle-class life or, or an upper-class life who just want to be a friend to someone uh, who's living a different experience. Um, it, you don't have to be an expert. You don't have to have a lot of knowledge, really. It's just about being present and being a friend. Um, and there, there are a few commitments throughout the year um, of meeting with people, but really it's, it's building a friendship. Um, and uh, uh, let, you know, just, yeah, as you would any other person you might get to know. Um, our other need is constant. Uh, Lisa Barber handles a lot of our uh, meal and childcare logistics. Uh, she's amazing at that. Um, but she's always reaching out to churches and to uh, community organizations and individuals who would like to provide a meal uh, for our class each week, uh, which is something we provide, or to help with childcare. Uh, we want to make it easy for our families to be involved. And so those are our, those are our two big pushes uh, that we're always looking for. And then, you know, if you're a, if you are a, are, are a person in the community who has content related to, you know, financial literacy, uh, investing, um, you know, personal wellness, physical wellness, 
um, emotional health, family dynamics, if you're a counselor, you know, the, if you have that background, if you're an educator, if there's things you like to talk about that help your life be rich um, and, and stable, we'd love to hear from you. It's always fun to because we're looking for topics that aren't – anytime we can find a new topic that someone's passionate about, it helps open up people's eyes to what's possible out there. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's a it's a great organization to get involved with. I highly recommend it. Um, what I could tell from your students, they seem very dedicated to um, bettering their own lives, and they seem very appreciative of you folks. Um, and it, I mean, I didn't know them when it started, um, but yeah, you could hear the passion when they told their own stories and. Um, you could just tell that they were there. They were serious about it. So that's pretty exciting. And how can folks get in, t- in touch with you? Sure. If they'd like to get in touch with me, uh, the best way uh, is by my cell number. Feel free to text or call. That's 616-309-4060. That's 616-309-4060. Um, or uh, email. Uh, I'm always checking that. Uh, patrick.corecommunity at gmail.com. All right. And you can find them on Facebook as well, like everybody, but find Core Community on there. And uh, yeah, find out more about it for yourselves. Donate if you can. Donate time if you can. And as Patrick mentioned, donate a meal if you can. That works too. Thanks, Patrick. I appreciate you being here. Um, Hopefully you'll come back and talk to us again when you get your next class going and see how graduation went. And thanks to everyone who has already donated uh, time, money, and resources to a Core Community. And thanks again for tuning in to the Greenville Smart Podcast, Patrick. Hope to see you again soon. Thank you, Elaine. I appreciate the opportunity to talk.